Good afternoon and welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Naida Alvarado. And my podcast um, recently uh, went through a new change of name and it's called Beauty is in the Eye. Welcome to a new year. I hope that everyone um, spent it with their family bringing on the new year. I hope that this new year brings you a lot of blessings, a lot of joy, love, and health, and that you will get uh, the desires of your heart according to God's will and purpose. So as I promised for the new year, I said we were going to continue on the flirtation experiment um, book by Lisa Jacobson and Felicia Masonheimer. And today we are going to begin on chapter one. When we first started the uh, flirtation experiment, we began with uh, Before We Begin, which is pretty much a little breakdown about the book. And now we're going to get into the nitty gritty, which is chapter one, Affection. If you have continued on uh, reading the book and doing the exercises, that's awesome. Continue to do that. I'm going to uh, continue to post the chapters and go over the um, the flirtation experiment workbook, workbook with you, um, which has six sessions, okay? So let's begin in chapter one called Affection. And this is uh, Felicia writing this portion. The first time I took Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages test, I got a zero for Felicia physical touch, a zero. Nowhere inside of me was there a desire to hug or to be hugged, to touch or to be touched. Doing so made me extremely uncomfortable. As friends approached for a hug of greeting, I stiffly bent to meet them, wishing we could settle for a handshake. It is any wonder my aversion to affection plagued my marriage. I had no problem in the bedroom. It was almost as if I compartmentalized our physical interaction, placing any physical contact in the sexual part of my mind. As Josh left for work, I gave him the usual quick pack and returned to my busy day. Anything more than that? not on my radar and honestly I didn't want it to be as time passed and babies were born any need for physical touch I might have had was consumed by holding carrying and feeding small children I love to cuddle my babies but with my husband there was a wall he felt it I felt it and I felt helpless about what to do about it is this just who I am I wondered I know I'm not expressing love the way he best receives it, but it feels too hard. I didn't realize it then, but my disdain for physical touch was uh, actually fear. I was terrified that reaching out to my husband would result in rejection. This fear rejection was so paralyzing, it was easier to pull back to comfort, to come compartmentalized than to express love physically <laughs> my apologies um, for this word um, once I recognized what fear was doing to me and my marriage I had a starting point 
I couldn't change years of fear patterns overnight, but I could take small steps to fight back. My first step touched Joshua, not in a seductive or sexual way, but in the simple way one does to say, I'm here and I love you, instead of passing him like a coworker at the water cooler. I tried it on one of these average Tuesdays, the kind of full of dishes, laundry, and emails. When he was sitting at breakfast, I put my hands on his shoulders as we talked. When we discussed business plans in the afternoon, I came close to him instead of facing off like a player on an opposing team, my norm. When we sat on the couch at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, I laid a hand on his arm. It was new at first. I felt awkward. I was still getting cuddles and hugs and toddler kisses from children all day long, still satisfied without constant touching. But I noticed that these little efforts at, at affection with no strings attached made me feel more attached. Josh noticed it too. He didn't say anything, but he squeezed my hand when I gave it. He came up beside me as I tossed laundry in the dryer and touched my shoulder too. It was like affection was contagious. I pers my personality fought against the vulnerability, but my heart was grasping for what that single straw for that single straw of hope. In loving him, I felt loved. Maybe affection wasn't to be feared after all. If you've read the five love languages, you know that physical touch as an expression of love is not about sex. Physical touch is precisely what it sounds like, a hand on the shoulder, sitting close on the couch, hugging in the kitchen, and kisses with no agenda. What seems like such an easy way <clears throat> to show love is intimidating to those struggling with fear of openness. This fear of being open as a name, avoidant attachment. People who grow up in homes where a parent is distant, extremely independent or critical can develop this behavior. The, this avoidance manifests itself through evading physical or emotional closeness, suppressing emotions, becoming extremely independent like their parent, and getting claustrophobic when a partner tries to be affectionate. Fear of openness, vulnerability can point to avoidant attachment. A licensed professional counselor is a good starting point for processing this. Affection is, by nature, vulnerable, opening us to the reactions or rejections of persons we love. For people who struggle with avoidant attachment, expressing affection is a risk. My own, my own avoidance held me back for most of our young marriage. I couldn't get past my innate fear of being rejected, unwanted, or pridefully looking silly. But as I looked at the legacy built by years of avoiding affection, I saw nothing but loneliness and heartbreak. The risk of showing love was worth healing in my marriage. C.S. Lewis famously said about vulnerability, look it up safe in the casket, or lock it up safe in the, locket, in the casket. 
and it will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. I saw those words come true in my very own heart. How hard, distant, and unbreakable I became. I was safe, but I was not happy. And Josh, he was as lonely as I was. In a Christian marriage, our model for love is Christ himself. Christ took on the most vulnerable, risky position in the world. He opened his heart to be broken by imperfect people and died to reconcile them to God. We are gathered into the arms of our Father, able to call him the in- intimate name Abba, Romans 8.15, because Jesus risked, risked affection. The Affection Experiment Those first couple of times expressing affection touched felt completely unethical to my personality. This made me nervous because I didn't want to feel like I was faking something. I wanted my actions to be genuine, but in the back of my mind was an adage from author Gretchen Rubin, act the way you want to feel. In, in healthy situations, taking action can make our feelings catch up. For me, this was the case. As I reached out to Josh to show love to physical touch, I felt more confident and at ease. I also felt closer to him. As for Josh, he was as surprised as I expected him to be. He knew how I struggled with showing my love physically, particularly as the one initiating. My reaching for him, tentative as if it was, received warmly. He pulled me closer when I reached out. He responded to my little touches with touches of his own. The first few times and many times after, I was nervous. I knew he would be surprised at the change and questioned whether his reaction would feel like rejection to my fragile heart. But as I reminded myself of God's heart for my marriage, unity, passion, and love, I took the tiny step to embrace that truth. That crazy part. God's truth became my truth. I felt closer to Josh because of seemingly insignificant touches. Our physical closeness reassured my heart. He wasn't disinterested in me. He wasn't rejecting me. I felt more known, more loved, and safer. And by the way, he looked at me and how he eagerly came to me each morning. I know he felt the same. It's important to note that as I practiced affection with Josh, I was also working through my inner fears with the Lord. No number of experiments could fix that fear apart from his inner healing of my spirit. I prayed for a heart that felt safe in our relationship and through that security, I could express safety to Josh as well. It was a small step, a little move toward openness and vulnerability that didn't result in rejection. Instead, it resulted in unity. Josh, when Fee did this experiment, it was awkward at first. But I tested high in physical touch on the love language test and was naturally drawn to reciprocate for efforts. That familiar phrase, sex begins in the kitchen, definitely applies to me. My want and desire for intimacy in the bedroom is birthed out of being wanted and desired outside the bedroom. This experiment is just what my love language prescribes as at least one way to my heart, creating emotional intimacy leading up to bed bedtime your flirtation experiment perhaps what bounds you back from affection isn't fear but busyness how can you make time to show affection to your husband what specific action would express affectionate love most 
The seventh second kiss, a non-sexual touching, holding his hand. If you think fear is playing a role in your ability to show love physically, spend some time in the Word studying what God says about fear. How does he deal with it? What does he promise to those who follow him? Then decide on a simple act of affection to do today and tomorrow that will express your love in physical ways. Okay, that brings chapter one to an end. Now, let's go over to our workbook on affection chapter one. Recap affection. Felicia knew that her husband Josh felt loved when she touched him. She wanted to show him love in a way he understood, even if it, she didn't understand the need for touch very well herself. Before she started her experiment, she realized that her fear of re rejection made her keep her distance from Josh. What if she touched him and he didn't respond? Felicia's first flirtation experiment helped her push past this fear. She gave Josh non-sexual affirming touches throughout a regular day. Josh responded to her efforts with grace and gratitude even though her efforts felt awkward. Both of them felt loved by giving and receiving simple affectionate touches. Those first couple times expressing affectionate touch felt completely anti-ethical to my personality. This made me nervous because I didn't want to feel like I was faking something. I wanted my actions to be genuine from the flirtation experiment, page four. And let's go over here to the first question. Can you relate to Felicia's thoughts? Do you enjoy touching other people or does affection through touch feel disgenuous or even uncomfortable to you? My answer to that was I personally love expressing affection through touch and it's something I practice with my family daily. So touching my husband will be awesome and it's something that i actually do now sometimes when he's sitting in the computer and i'm in the kitchen doing breakfast or making coffee or whatever it is i come around and i and i come and i i put my hand on his shoulder and i'll give him a kiss on the back of his neck and sometimes it makes him lose his uh concentration and he'll actually tell me do you mind i'm trying to do something here you distracted me and i love that he responds that way so Continue to do that, ladies. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we carry, we cry out, Abba, Father, Romans 8, 15. And that's from the New, New King, uh, King James Version. Father God, you broke through every barrier to show me affection and to give me the spirit of adoption instead of the spirit of fear. If there is something that is holding me back from my husband, please show it to me. Help me take a small step to foster affection in my marriage. My affection experiment. Brainstorming. Touch him without any agenda. Touch him just to tell him that you are there and that you care about him. Touch his shoulder. Sit next to him instead of across from him. Squeeze his arm. Try a kiss before you part for the day instead of a wave. Offer him your hand when you're close by. Love this. I do this daily if I can if I can because most times I'm at work before my husband. My plan, pick one specific action for your affection experiment. 
what I'm going to do. And this is what I wrote. I'm going to touch my husband on his arms because I love his strong, muscular arms. I love my husband's arms. And anytime that I get a chance, I touch him. When am I going to do it? I will begin to do that. Well, I've been doing it. Even though <laughs> I do this on a daily basis. Whenever he's sitting by his computer or if he's laying down next to me in my bed, I reach, I touch his hand, I'll caress his arm or I'll caress his face. I just love caressing and touching my husband. I just love it. Anything I need to prepare in advance. Ambience in the room. So if you are watching TV together, you know, um, just what I, what I do, I have a lamp on the side of my bed is a standing lamp and I call it the 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 uh, world uh, war the world of uh, world of worlds the the war of worlds lamp because this is a, like a tripod and then it has the lamp shade so what I do I have a scarf that has like a um, pastel colors on it And I threw it over the lamp so it gives the room a nice, like, intimate um, ambience. So for watching a movie or something, I reach out and I touch my husband's arm. Or I'll caress his face or I'll actually give him a kiss. I'll kiss his hand. Whatever it is, you know, and it just keeps that, that atmosphere. Now let's move on to page four, my affection experiment reflection. Giving affection to my husband has its rewards. I get affection back. So if you notice what Felicia was saying, that when she first started to uh, try the uh, flirtation experiment and try her experiments of touch, that she didn't think that her husband was going to reciprocate that, but he did. And as you as you uh, heard, he did the five uh, love languages tests and he scored really high on the touch. So of course he was going to respond and reciprocate because he loves the touch as well. So what happened? So when I give my husband the touch affection, I get the same in return, love and attention as well. List a few things about your affection experiment that encourage you that he responded back to saying, disappointed, nothing yet. What surprised me, the little things he does for me when I least expect it. Our obstacle is our work schedule. So I don't know if you ladies have the same issue as me, but my husband and I have opposite schedules. There's some weeks where I have to work uh, in the day. He works in the evening. So by the time he gets home, I'm sleeping. And then I get up in the morning and, you know, we talk briefly in the morning before I go to bed. I kiss him a couple of times and then I'm on my way. And then when he comes home from work, he does the same thing. So even though I'm sleeping, if I'm sound asleep, he won't bother me. But if he sees the slightest, the slightest movement of my arm or if I move my head, he'll come and he'll just draw me kisses. That's what he does. And he tells me he loves me and then he, he'll take a shower. He'll come lay down next to me, watch TV, and then he'll fall asleep. You know, he gets sleepy, he'll turn off the TV or whatever. So his response, spending more time together when we can. So whenever we can, we, we like to spend time together. We'll go out to eat, you know, we'll just, you know, lay down in bed and watch TV and, you know, and just sometimes just talk about, you know, how our, our work is going and whatnot. My affection experiment wrap up. To ponder, are you afraid that your husband will reject you, not just your affectionate touches, but you as a person? What could be the underlining cause of that fear? 
in the past this happened to me but uh, uh um but not anymore so in the past i felt like um i felt rejected sometimes and i think it was because i was up operating in fear because during um uh the early uh i would say like the beginning um of couple of years or the first five years to six years um in between there i suffered from chronic uh depression so uh i operated in fear so i was always in fear of rejection so there was a lot of things that i was afraid to do because i didn't want to feel rejected more affection felicia quotes the c.s lewis book for four loves lewis writes lock it up for lock it up safe in the casket and it will become unbreakable impenetrable irredeemable the possibility of showing affection begins with being vulnerable with unlocking do you feel the need for unlocking in your life and the union you share with your husband sometimes i do i do uh, feel like i need to unlock because sometimes it feels like i can't be myself so by unlocking myself around him i have gotten a better response in my in my relationship with my husband in terms of of um expressing my love towards him preparing for your next experiment can you remember a time that you shrugged your husband off maybe when he was trying to give you attention or affection yes it might have been during a time where i was distracted my mind was on other things or i was just not in the mood and sometimes we're not in the mood you know it's normal it happens so you kind of shrug it but we always have to try to uh you know compromise meet him halfway and and just don't shrug him off but allow him to know what you're feeling and what is it that you're experiencing so that he knows what's going on and he you're not just shrugging him off because whatever so don't ever leave like unanswered conversations or awkwardness in your marriage with your husband because um that's not a good thing to do because what it's going to do is going to have it's going to get uh it's going to create situations and problems in your marriage and you don't want to you want to you don't want to go down that route you want to you want to have a marriage that is peaceful peaceful loving understanding you want to have communication so don't ever shrug your husband and not give him a reason why you're feeling that way explain to him allow him to know what your feelings are and your emotions so that he can understand you and and he'll know why the reason why Okay ladies so this brings our um ex uh, experiment flirtation experiment chapter 1 to an end the next one is going to be passion chapter 2 read that chapter and do your work uh book um homework and and we'll go over it on the next uh next week so until next time I pray that you guys have a wonderful evening. Um, remember to uh, always stay focused and um, refresh your mind. Read the word, pray, and um, spend time, uh, you know, just pampering yourself. Take a nice hot bath, buy one of those fizzle balls and throw it in there. Or get yourself some lavender um, essence salts. Um, put on some classical music 
and serve yourself. I'm not a drinker. A lot of people like to drink wine. I mean, a glass of wine or a glass of non-alcoholic beverage or something. And just, you know, sit back and relax and um, be good to yourself. You know, sometimes we have a lot of stress as moms. We do a lot. We wear a lot of hats and sometimes we just need some time to unwind. So have a blessed night, ladies. God bless you. And until next time, I am Naida Alvarado, your podcast podcast host. If your beauty is in the eye. Until next time. Bye.